To sub influences, we're your hosts for today. I'm Jean, and I'm Jason, and we are from Nafnang Malaysia. So, sub influences is a podcast where we talk to influencers about their true feelings, experiences, and opinions on different issues. And for this episode, we're gonna hit on a very special topic with an interesting guest for y'all today. Yes. Oh man, I I've missed this, Jean. I've missed yeah, like sitting miss in you. front of this <laughs> mic. Talking to you, being in this room, and having our guest beside me. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been a while. Yeah. So, okay, Jin, do you listen to any local music? Hmm. Honestly, not much, and I don't really know much about the local music scene as well. Alright. So, if you, our listeners, do not know much about local music or local artists as well, then you are in for a treat today. Yeah, and we promise you, our guest today is going to change your perspective about local singers. Mm-hmm. Our guest for today is born and raised in Sarawak. He's an inspiring startup music artist who broke into the industry by starting out from singing from a church to releasing his own singles. Not only that, he sang to Ariana Grande and Callum Scott face to face before. Now that sounds super awesome. Yes. He also rocks a queer identity and is an advocate of breaking the social norms. With a heart of gold, let's welcome our amazing guest, Clinton Chua. Ooh, hi, so guys. How are you doing? I'm today? good. How are you guys? <laughs> good, good, Thanks good. for having me. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming. <laughs> Anytime, no problem. <laughs> So right, before we jump into the list of questions, right, I'm super curious about something that Jason just brought up. Mm-hmm. So what was going through your head when you were singing in front of Arena Grande and Callum Scott? Oh my God, don't mess up the words. <laughs> don't mess the words. Like literally, don't mess the words. Like that was completely unplanned, not knowing what was going to happen. Um, but yeah, that was like the only thing. Clinton, don't mess the words. Don't mess the words. But but I messed up the words. <laughs> really? <laughs> because we, uh, I mean, I watched. We watched yeah. the video, but do you mess up the word? Well, it's a good thing that you guys don't know the lyrics, but yay! <laughs> <laughs> maybe the melody is still there. That's why we are. Yeah, yeah okay, right, I right? can I can can <laughs> But you did pretty well, though. I mean, I would say then yeah. uh, Callum Scott was like, oh, then I give you a hug. Thank you. I think I really when you deal. sang for Callum Scott, I was just like, oh my god, girl. I can oh, he's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine if uh, standing in front of him, you're like, uh, like because I can see like you were also like super ganjang. Very what about the Ariana Grande one? Um, for Ariana Grande, okay, that was like in 2015. And um, what happened was, oh. there was a, I was still a student in uni that time. And then Universal Music and Hits FM organized this competition. Um, it was for her My Everything album. Um, but what happened was that um, I went and joined this contest. Uh, I won. And then they flew me and my mom to Japan. <gasps> Wow. to watch her show and then we got the meet and greet as well and it was very interesting guys like what happened was that okay the one of my friends and also she sort of like handles like you know those coming in from Malaysia mm-hmm. she was like okay guys um, there's gonna be a professional photographer um, you guys will like have 10 minutes just to say hi mm. chit chat all that so go in the professional photographer will take the photo for you then you get out wow. so I'm like okay thanks Michelle like I love her she's Michelle is like a genie boy's wife she was mm. with Universal oh. back then shout so. out to genie boy wife <laughs> <laughs> love her love her we have to stand um, then okay went in and then like hi how are you take photos it was very cute then okay like done get out um then the next country that was 
supposed to go in and meet her was Singapore because like after Malaysia is Singapore. Uh-huh. So um, Singapore went in my friend's city and then she came in and she took a little bit longer than I think the winners from Malaysia. Mm-hmm. So she, she came out shouting. She was like, oh my God, I got a selfie with her. I got a video with her. And in my mind, I was like, wait a minute, I thought we cannot do that. <laughs> like, wow, this... Okay. Then my mom just looked at me. Like, she just gave me this stern look. She was like, Tun? She calls me Tun. Um, we did not fly all this way for you to come here and meet your idol and to have someone else take a photo wow. for you. So my mom, being the typical Asian mom, she was like, you march right back inside. Oh my God. You take a selfie with her right now. If not, you're going to regret this for the rest of your life and I don't want to hear the end of it. I'm not going to hear the end of it. So I was like, okay, mom. Like, go back inside. Then um, just like shamelessly walk back in line and Ariana was just doing her thing with her team. And then like, mm-hmm. Ari, can I have a selfie with you? So I took the photo with her. Then after that, my mom being the typical Asian mom, she's like, Ariana, can my son sing for you? And then the rest is history. La. Wow. <laughs> she put you right on the spot. She yeah. put me on the spot. Sing and for her. I was like, what? Girl, <laughs> mom! Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. Nice. That's wow. interesting. So for our listeners out there, right, who do not know you yet, do you mind sharing with us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Okay, um, well, to those of you who are listening, uh, my name is Clinton Jerome. I am a singer-songwriter, um, as mentioned earlier, like mm-hmm. from Sarawa, and I've been living in KL for, I think, like about... I moved here in 2017. Clearly, my math was... Mathematics was not my best subject, so <laughs> if you guys don't mind, you'll do the math. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm an R&B singer, uh, songwriter as well, who's based here now, and I'm doing music full-time. Mm. Yeah. Okay, mm. okay, interesting. Okay. How would you actually describe the journey of a full-time artist here in the local scene? Ooh, girl, y'all really getting into these <laughs> questions, huh? <laughs> um, well, um, I think one, if I can describe it in one word, um, mm-hmm. I, would be, I would say my word is very lucky. Okay, that's two words, but... Okay. <laughs> so, lucky. One lucky, word. yeah. Because um, when I first moved to KL... I had no connect. Well, I wouldn't say I had no connections. Like I had friends from church who mm-hmm. were based here at that time, and they would introduce me to these, um, like their church friends who were also musicians, oh. and that's sort of how I got my leg into the scene in the live music scene, and wow. that's where I was like really, really lucky because mm-hmm. I know a lot of the stories of some musicians here mm-hmm. who. Um, aren't as lucky yeah. like they really have to like really like um, I'm not saying that I didn't have to work hard for it like mm-hmm. I knew I had to work hard for it but um, I felt like for me I was at in the right place at the right time mm. um, was it tough? girl yes <laughs> like there were times in the year I'll be like am I really doing am I really gonna do this mm. like you know is this really worth it did I really just quit my day job to do this you know what I mean yeah. mm-hmm. and um, it's been tough um, but there were more times where the fruits of my labor have been really, really rewarding. Mm. And that's when I sort of knew like, okay, you know what? This is doable. This is possible. Mm. So um, the journey is always going to be really difficult. Like it was for yeah. me, but after you get the hang and the momentum of it and you sort of know what to get yourself involved in mm. and what you, you know, who you're supposed to surround yourself with, then that's when it's sort of like, okay, I can do this. The boat's not sinking. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it basically starts from luck. Yeah. And then hard work. For me, la, yeah, mm. for me at that time. Um, luck is one thing, but 
I had to be shameless lah. Yeah. And like really like force myself. I can't just rely on like luck the entire time. True. Yeah. But did you like before you like decide to quit your full time job? Did you like prep yourself? Okay, I know it's going to be like super difficult, so I'm like ready for it. This kind of mindset, or you were like just oh. I'm gonna be fine lah. Like that kind of mindset. <laughs> Boy, not at all. Um, I had to consult my parents. I had to like ask a bunch of people whether or not like, first if I'm fit to do this like you know um full time. Um, I think what f- what happened for me was I really had to think it through. I keep telling myself like Clinton, you are leaving your day job. Mm. You are leaving, like a fixed income mm-hmm. job. You know where it's sustainable, and then this like is very unpredictable. Yeah, you know this true. career, and lo and behold, MCO <laughs> right now. Hey girl, what's happening to the entertainment industry? Online concert, online concert, online concert. Hey, um, but yeah, um, when I went into it, my mindset was like, okay, I know this is gonna be hard. Um, mm. but at that time, and I still do now, I believe that I can do it. But I'm not gonna lie, there have been times where I'll be like awake in the middle of the night, like questioning my life's decisions, mm. like Clinton. What <laughs> but but so far, um, I mean, with hard work and you know a lot of prayers, mm-hmm. uh, you it's it's been manageable, lah. Yeah, okay. and you know, just now you were you know you were bringing up like how difficult it is, yeah, and how you have to be shameless when it comes to this industry. Do you like face rejection from like record labels or receive criticism, and how do you like overcome that? How do you deal with it? Um, to answer your question, yeah, I do face like criticism and like, um, oh my god, I suddenly remember of a quote that Ariana told me as well when I met her. Um, <laughs> oh my god, like Jason's face is like light up already. But yeah, yeah, no, she she told me something. Um, okay, when when I met her, my mom told her that I'm a singer, and and um, she told me this. So I don't know to whoever, to whoever is listening to this right now, like, if you need this, I, I don't know if this is the right time calling or place, like, if this is for you, it's meant for you, like, this is what she told me and I'm telling you this right now. Um, you're going to get a lot of no's, but keep going, like, like wow. that really, I don't know, like, for me, it was so impactful, like, I've, I've gotten, like, a lot of no's, I've gotten mm. a lot of critics um, from people, I've been told, like, you, you don't sound masculine enough, you don't have mm. the look, you don't have the full image, like, you sound way too feminine, and this and that, this and that, yeah. this and that, like, I've been told no, and then, like, um, I've been ignored before, like, whenever I reach out, like, hey, like, this is my profile, da 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 like, I don't know whether these people, like, are too busy, or, like, they really purposely ignore me, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's been really tough, but at the end of the day, um, you need to know that, uh, you just gotta keep going, mm. um, it, it, it is going to happen like this is the real tea this tea is scalding it's hot um, but yeah to whoever wants to pursue this career it's not going to be easy but you really can do it mm. you really can you I think one, one key takeaway that you were saying for this like if you are constantly facing a lot of no's and criticism or like even yeah. uh, uh, um, like rejection yeah. the key is to be persistent correct yeah. Yeah. one day you'll get the yes yeah like you will get the yeses and you will get the noes, mm. but but you just gotta keep moving. This applies in daily life, whatever industry you're in yeah. as well. Like whether if it's you know applying to a new day job or you know finding the right girl or guy, like you will yeah. get the noes and you will get the yes. You yeah. just gotta keep going. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ken. Um, I I have a question because uh, I'm pretty sure some of our listeners who's listening right now, right, wonders what does it take to like fully like what you say, like embark into the music industry. What advice would you give to 
people that want to go in full time on like doing music? Okay, well, um, of course, the more general thing that any artist and musician musician can do, um, of course, with social media and YouTube, everything is like so easily accessible right yeah. now, and then like um, you can just put anything out there. But if I were to give like a step by step guide um, to anyone who wants to start out in this industry and commit to it, um, first of all, whoever's listening, please, please, please have an artist profile. Like this is ridiculously important. I don't care how you put together this artist profile, Canva, Microsoft PowerPoint, <laughs> Microsoft Word, just like. Like, list down a bunch of your experiences even if you don't have experience like create a profile you know of yourself tell whoever it is you're trying to reach to about you your musical style your genre and then like put links of your covers if you have if you don't have you that i think that's when you should start putting mm. out covers um which is which is you know very easy to do like even you don't necessarily have to have like a full decked out equipment you know, set up mm-hmm. um, to put out covers, like you can just put a camera right in front of you yeah. and just sing, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. You know, like screw copyright. I'm just kidding. Don't. Do <laughs> no, 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 I'm just joking, guys. Um, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, um, first things first is get your artist profile done because I noticed, okay, this is something that pissed me off last year. Like this is the tea, Whoa, guys. Okay, more tea. Yeah, more tea, y'all. Like some, some, not all, some, some of my industry friends um, who are in the scene Some of them I think now they already have la, But last time This was like last year I think Some of them don't have An artist profile And I'm like Wow So how do you How do you reach out To these clients mm, How do yeah. you reach yeah. out To these names Like how do you reach out To these festivals Like right. I mean okay la, It's one thing If you have connections la, But right, like right. fine But you know it's, it's like going for A job interview Without resume Yeah <laughs> Like what's I tweeted that you know Not having an artist profile For a singer Is equivalent to going To a job interview Without a resume Your artist profile Is yep. your resume mm. yep. So that's like The first most important Thing to have Like whoever's listening To this If you need one Just DM me I'll send Whoa. you a sample Like I will send you A sample for free Don't worry Like you heard it here On nothing first <laughs> Yeah So um, yeah Like putting out Content is the next thing um, Right that's pretty self-explanatory. Just record yourself. Just do whatever it is. Just mm. put it out there. Artist profile, put yourself out there, you know, with the content that you're putting. Second, um, this is a mentality that I personally have for myself. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if it's applicable for everybody, so uh, try at your own risk. <laughs> Learn to not accept no for an answer. Like, oh. like, don't take no for an answer. For example? For example, okay, um, there is this time where... I tried to apply for a place um, to sing at. All right. I will not disclose the name of that place. <laughs> but, um, and I have not had a response in like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kept on trying and trying. Like I would call, I would text, I would email. I'd be wow. like, hi. Da, 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 da. Because at that time, okay, like maybe at that point in my time, in my life, I was like, you know, I need to really do this. So it's mm-hmm. like the adrenaline mm-hmm. where you yeah, have to really yeah. get it done. Yeah. Um, then I was like, okay, let, just just do it. But at the same time, you know, like don't cross boundaries, lah. Like don't don't be annoying, lah. Don't don't be that annoying person, like, You know. Understand. Um, yeah, put content out there. Have an artist profile. Be shameless. Like really connect with these industry people. Um, yeah. Uh, I kind of lost track of the question already. But <laughs> I, I I think I can summarize it uh, in three points that you mentioned. So first of all, have an artist profile. Yeah. It's like your resume. It's your resume. When you 
go and look for a job. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Second one is coming out with content um, and post it up either on YouTube. I mean, any any social media platform that you can find off. Yeah. Just like keep producing content. Mm. So then the third one is, uh, I would say, is under persistent as well. Persistency. Mm. La. So when you reach out to any clientele or like uh, any new place to like just to sing, um, just keep on trying until... Even if they say no, then like ask, why you say no? Huh? Is it because price or stuff yeah. like that? Yeah, so yeah. like be persistent. So I think these three key takeaway like on the question that I asked earlier. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And um, another very down to earth question to you as well. Because you mentioned that before this, you have a nine to five job. Yeah. And you are not from KL as well. Mm. So like meaning that job is sustaining your lifestyle in KL. Mm. So you mentioned that you wanted to go full-time to music. It's not like, a, okay, tomorrow I won't go full-time, then today I resign, then tomorrow go. Mm. So I want to touch on the family members portion where you mentioned that um, you discussed with your parents that like um, you want to quit your 9-to-5 job and go full-time into the music industry. Mm. And from what you mentioned earlier, it seems that your parents are very supportive in mm. what you do, yeah. especially in, like, in the music industry. Mm. So what advice would you give to like um, our listeners who are listening right now? For example, if they want to go full-time into music industry, mm. but their parents are not supportive of that. Uh, first of all, Make sure you guys have savings. <laughs> yes, to that. Very good too. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but but not really. Um, yeah, savings is important. But of course, you know, um, coming from like an Asian background, I, I guess I guess for me personally, um, I'm quite lucky to have supportive parents in that sense. Mm-hmm. But no doubt, just like any other Asian parents, they had their doubts and their concerns as well. Yeah. Um, I guess it all comes down to that I don't know how to properly phrase this but it all comes down to that um, prove you wrong type of attitude mm-hmm. um, for me for me what I did was um, I had to make sure when I left my job mm-hmm. w- which I loved by the way I, I, like, I, I freaking love my old job like I really really do um, and I love my team there as well um, but I knew I had to do the music thing for me and then um, what happened was that when I left I had to make sure that I had multiple safety nets mm. for me mm-hmm. because like 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 what J- Jason mentioned earlier it, it is pretty cutthroat and it's very like risky yeah you know especially in terms of like sustaining yourself yes you really have to make sure that you have multiple safety nets and un- mm. safety nets under you before you dive in and um, for me at that time was making sure that I secure at least like two or three venues, Mm -hmm. you know, and then uh, making sure that I land at least like a couple of festivals and like, Mm. you know, that kind of stuff. Like I really have to push myself. Like, like I don't care how I did it. Like email organizers, like ask friends, like, you know, like, do you know this person? Do you know Mm. this person? Who can I reach out to? Like, and these are things that I think people can take away if they really want to pursue this. Like Mm. really get to know the people in the scene, go for like open mic shows and really like talk to the organizers, talk to the host and like Mm. really connect yourself with them. Um, Yeah, my advice would be ensure that you're going into this, make sure you're not blindfolded. Yeah. Mm. Like a lot of people like, you know, they see the surface of it all like, oh, wow, like you left your job and you're pursuing this dream. Like, honey, you have no idea how many nights I had to like starve and not eat. You Mm. had no idea how many times when I checked my bank account, it's Mm. only like less than 10 ringgit inside there. Mm. So it's not all rainbows and butterflies. But if there's one thing that I can take away from all of that is make sure that you have multiple safety nets. Like whether if it's ensuring you lock 
at least three different venues a week or two major festivals a year you have that quota that you have to hit for yourself mm, you know depending yeah. on the lifestyle that you live depending on your commitments and whatnot so really it's about knowing that you enter this not blindfolded and knowing that you have um a lot of these safety nets that's ready to catch you should anything happen mm. yeah, yeah. I, I i really like that point that you brought up so uh, it's about like having enough savings first. Yeah. So I think that is very important because yeah. like youngsters nowadays like um, don't really have savings. Yeah, don't really have savings. Mm. Like tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I think that is a very important point. Like uh, maybe like for example, if you have saving, make sure it is enough to last you. For example, I don't know like three to six months. Exactly. Because because like don't just like just save for one month. Because what if that one month? Because the beginning is always the hardest. Yeah. Like then you would need to work harder for to secure like what you mentioned like two to three location per yeah. month and stuff like that. Yeah. So savings, guys. But then I, I was thinking right because um what I was asking is more on like um if their parents don't really support them right. So do you do, do you think that if let's say um for example I use myself as an example uh, let's say I want to venture full time into music do you think telling my parents who doesn't support me like telling them my game plan would that like help to persuade them like for example you tell them okay i have six months saving that can last mm. me for six months obviously and then i'll try this out if not then i'll go back to like a nine to five job do you think that would be helpful to oh a, yeah yeah it'll be helpful as well yeah, yeah yeah having like a proper game plan because i think you know as well i'm not an asian parent but like <laughs> um you know with with yeah like from experience like my parents would always ask me like okay what is your plan here mm, like how do you yeah. think you're gonna like you know sustain so yeah that's actually a really good point like having like a game plan properly like laid out like okay tell them like okay like my savings will last me this long and then within this time duration like this is what i'm gonna do like i'm gonna mm. land this 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 job this job this job and at the meantime this is also what i'm gonna do da, 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 da. so i think i I'm, I'm not sure like i'm just uh, I'm just like talking on the top of my head here right now. Like I think like with Asian parents, they sort of like want to see the black and white and feasibility of yeah, it all. Yeah. Like how feasible is this career? Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Like to make sure that you know that like like I mentioned, you don't dive into this blindfolded. Like you really do have must have a plan. Yeah. Know yeah. what you want now before like going in. Don't just say oh music, but what about music? Then you're like yeah. uh, I don't know, just music. Yeah. So just music, don't be just, like that lah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Mm. Cool. 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 Okay, so now let's dive into the real tea. Oh, let's see, yeah. <laughs> so we've been friends for a while, right, Clinton? Yes. And I never really asked you mm-hmm. how and when did you discover that you are a queer? <laughs> We're really diving in, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, it all started when my mom bought me these Sailor Moon stickers. I'm kidding. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I'm kidding. Oh my god, I actually bought that, you know. I mean, I bought that part of the story. Oh, I thought oh, you bought yeah. the Sailor Moon sticker. But no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. Um, well, this is a very good question. I think in terms of like my identity, you know, as, mm-hmm. as a gay man, um, how do I put this out? Uh? Mm, I don't know I always felt like Oh this is so cliche Like I've always felt like I was different <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, um, but, but really I've, I, always, I always felt like I was a bit more um, I wouldn't say odd lah. I, I would say like I was not like You know the regular boys Like in kindergarten I didn't know what it was But every single time When it's time to play games And stuff like mm-hmm. that During recess or breaks I would always you know find myself leading towards like you know the dolls instead of the cars mm-hmm. and then like um 
whenever my my mom would come back from her travels, she'd buy me like these souvenirs, like Sailor Moon stickers and stuff like that. Like I would always be so drawn to so that. So it was the real it was a real story. Oh yeah yeah yeah, my mom bought Sailor Moon stickers, but I don't think that's what triggered me to be gay. But like you know, um, but like I think I sort of always knew where my attractions or infatuations were mm-hmm. um, but I think it was only like around I would say maybe um, l- early early secondary school was when I sort of gained knowledge about it mm. and I kind of knew like oh I like boys <laughs> wow. okay. yeah so okay. I think that's sort of like when like oh okay cool like I know I kind of know what this is still got a lot to learn about it mm. um, not an expert on the LGBTQ plus community but kind of know what it is I know where I stand I know what mm. I like I know what I don't like um, yeah so yeah. meaning like secondary school around like like I don't know from one from two then you started like discovering or like realize that you start like you like boys lah. yeah yeah right, right. Oh, but during that time this LGBTQ topic wasn't even big oh no yeah, yeah it was very quiet very quiet so how do you deal with that it was really hard because um it was still so it was still so different mm. um and as a queer person from the church oh. I was like Oof, those two don't go, don't really go together now, do they? No, they don't. Yeah, so I was like, you know, and then I was, I was a worship leader somewhere, you know. Oh my god! I was like, oh my god, like the confliction in my heart, yeah. Um, so yeah, but but, I mean, like my relationship. Well, this is like string, string very far already. My relationship with God is like my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at that time, you know, because there was no representation, yeah, you know, and because like I didn't really knew much about it mm-hmm. that time i mean i kind of know what my interests were mm-hmm. but the knowledge of it all because there wasn't much going on mm-hmm. you know um it was it was quite difficult it was really quite difficult i had to like i think the closest the closest i could educate myself was through music mm-hmm. like when i saw all these like i would say closeted or like you know uh i wouldn't say closeted like like this artist la, like I remember specifically one artist that sort of like you know gave me like first hand knowledge was like when I watched American Idol uh, Adam mm. Lambert mm. Oh, I knew for a fact we were from the same team I didn't know until Girl. he came out oh okay yeah so but that's yeah, yeah. I, c- I have a blind spot for that you know that oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that tea for another day um, but, but yeah yeah um, I think that was when I sort of figured it out where like okay um, you know these like this community is real mm. um, I'm part of this community um, I have yet to learn you know more and dive into it but it was definitely a challenge growing up because like especially when you're from the church right mm. you're very protected and yeah. then you know you, you 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 are in this community as well the church community where you are told that you know um, you know like these two don't go together yeah. that kind of thing you know uh so yeah it was definitely a struggle uh, but i'm thankful for the resources that i have now and mm. what i've learned along the way so it's been a journey lah, definitely so like how did you like come up to your parents like is it some like i mean how i imagine it is like one day you're just like pa ma like i like boys i like <laughs> boys <laughs> or is it like so uh, play boys by charlie xx <laughs> 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 yeah like how did you like confront them them about that um okay well first of all this wasn't by choice all right like i mean i wasn't outed 
but I was put in a situation whereby I had no choice, but I had to tell them. Ooh. So it wasn't like, you know, like, mom, dad, sit down. I've got some tea to spill. <laughs> uh, no, not that. Um, okay, so how they found out both were separate. Um, Whoa. Uh, first okay. was, the first person to know was my mom. But the thing about mothers is that, you know, like, mothers will always know lah. Like mm-hmm. this is something yes. that I learned. They will know. Like they will not bring it up. Mm-hmm. Like they will not question. You know your browser history. Mm-hmm. They will just know even mm-hmm. before that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so what happened was, um, you know, as a gay man, you have to go for your uh, annual checkups, lah, so to speak. You oh, know, like okay. you have to go, like you know, your screen test and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, because mm-hmm. you know, hashtag healthy living. <laughs> um, but no, like, but it's just something that I per- personally, you know, am committed to doing. Mm. So back then it was still in Sarawak. So I was like, okay, cool, um, go lo, uh, get it done, and then like have to wait like three days for the results and whatnot. And then my dumbass. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can. Just, okay, okay. Yeah. My 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 negligence. Wow. Wow. Um, I I I asked my mom to accompany me to the clinic. Oh. Right. And then like halfway to the clinic, I realized like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm collecting my results for something, and then it's pretty obvious what it's for. And then like, wait a minute. Then my mom, okay. Then we were like there, so oh my god, okay, there's no backing out now, lah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we went to the clinic. Um, then we met the doctor, and then okay, so Clinton, these are your results. Okay, very good, very good. Okay, you're mm-hmm. fine. Uh, make sure you wear protection. Ah, da, 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 da. So okay, doctor. Then my mom was like just there next to me, you know, listening oh, to every single thing the doctor shit. was saying. She just kept quiet the entire time. I was like, okay, doctor, you know, put on a fake smile. <laughs> so the doctor was speaking on behalf of you. It's like yeah. he's he's helping you to confess. Yeah. Yeah. So Clinton. I know how to read. 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 So like, okay lah. It's like it's like bittersweet lah because at the time I was a bit panicking also lah because you know like I'm a hoe. So it's like okay lah. The results were fine. Like you're okay. Just you know make sure to be careful lah. Then like okay, that part is like relief lah. Then like we went to the parking lot. We sat in the car. It was like a good. It was five minutes of silence, oh but it God. was the longest five minutes of my life. Like imagine. just sat there and do nothing? Nothing. Just sat there like... And then after five minutes, my mom asked, So, why did you come to the doctor to collect these results today? And then I was like, you know what, Clinton, there's no escaping this. There's no running this. I can't cover up shit anymore. I can't pretend. <laughs> it's like, so here's the tea, mom. <laughs> okay, no, I didn't say that. Um, I, just, I just came out. I just told, I just told her like... Um, so um, it was it was a very elaborate explanation. I just told her like, "Mom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think the first thing that I told her was like, I'm sorry." Mm-hmm. Like m- the first thing that came out of my mouth was, "I'm sorry," because like, child, can you guys imagine like only child, only mm-hmm. son, some more like, oh my god. <laughs> Like yeah. oh my parents I like, in, in back of my mind Clinton you better succeed uh, You drop this bomb On your parents uh, You better freaking succeed I tell you yeah. first Then um, Yeah the first thing I told my mom was like I'm sorry And then this is who I am And then mm-hmm. like You know like Yada 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 And then like She cried She cried Aww. She was like I can see that she was Heartbroken lah Like you know like oh, In my mind I'm like Clinton, Clinton You better like Freaking give your mom The sun the moon And the stars After this <laughs> Then um yeah um 
uh, yeah, then after that, like, she just kept quiet and, like, we, she cried. I tried not to cry because um, I don't think it would have made the situation any better. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Then it took her a while. And then, like, she sort of told me, like, she sort of knew she kind of, she kind of could have picked it up already. Mm. Then uh, she just said, you're my son. I still love you no matter what, you know, um, like thank you for telling me thank you for being honest with me like it wasn't the smoothest conversation mm-hmm. like i really jealous like all those people whose parents like oh okay great like you want to go makan after this you know <laughs> like i really envy those kind of people lah. but like but it wasn't the smoothest conversation it was quite tough coming mm-hmm. out to them and then um but i'm very 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 thankful i'm very thankful like it could have been worse lah. Mm-hmm. it could be that's all i can say it could have been worse um and then yeah we both hugged it out and then we go makan after that (laughs) (laughs) so that was my mom Mm. my dad however um this one is a bit more extreme so at that time when i was i was dating i was dating a guy Mm -hmm. back home in sarawak and um and uh what happened was um he came over to my place like one afternoon like we were just hanging out you know mm. very wholesome very PG-13 you know like n- there was no no hands you know moving anywhere where it's not supposed to okay. Ariana wasn't playing side wow. to side um, it was very wholesome like we were just playing phone like you know just lying on my bed and everything mm-hmm. like I think I was like lying on his chest or something like just playing phone like he was also playing his phone then like and I knew for a fact no one was at home but then all of a sudden Ooh. Like the door I, I heard I heard like I heard like Car Car door close like that I heard mm. like Car door close like Boom Then I was like Oh it's maybe the neighbor oh Like whatever God. Like me My dumbass Like stupid Like negligence Like don't even know How to think of <laughs> Then uh, they closed the door And then another door Opened and closed And I was like Wait a minute Why does it sound louder <laughs> <laughs> And all of a sudden My dad He opens my room door Open like Eww. And then he looked at me and my my boyfriend at the time, like we broke up already. Like then he looked at both of us, right? It was very obvious, like we weren't doing anything that we're not supposed to. We were just cuddling and like, but it, but y'all can paint a picture in your mind, like you know how it looks like. Use your imagination. Use your imagination. Yes. He opened the door, right? He stared at us for five seconds, right? Oh my god. And then he slowly closed back the door. Oh my god. And then like, I think like, like one two minutes after that, my mom called me. It's like done. What did your dad just see? Oh my the time God. she knew already, she knew, like I already came I out to her. Yeah. This is after I came out to her. Then, um, yeah, like he, that, that's how he found out. That's how he knows, you know, like of who I am. And, and uh, well, I guess I didn't really have to come out to him. Like he knows. <laughs> also, uh, after that, no, no follow up already. No follow up. Oh, like okay. he, he just knew from then on. Like wow. he just knew from then on. We, we just never bring it up. My dad's, my, my dad's amazing. He, he's the type whereby, um, Again, it, it all comes back down to how blessed I am and how lucky and how thankful I am to have them as my parents. It wasn't easy at first because my dad, he, I think he took it the hardest between him and my mom. Because, mm. like, you know, like, only child. And the only mm-hmm. son. Only son. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. So, um, there, there are times where, you know, I would introduce him to, like, my past relationships and like it, it took him a while like he's the type of person that he'll never bring it up mm. he'll never bring it up like he will just see like 
oh okay like you know the kind of thing like yeah. hi smile be cordial and mm. that's as much as he can go for and then during family gatherings whenever he's drunk like this is something that i like to joke about with like my friends and everything. like I, I love my dad he's awesome like he i believe that he has learned to accept me as i am already it's just that we don't bring it up when it's not supposed to i think that's just his style mm-hmm. like whenever mm-hmm. he's tipsy at family gatherings he'll be like turn Go and find a Sarawakian girl, turn. Oh my <laughs> God. Lord. And then, my, and then in my mind, as like, I know you're drunk, class. So it, you you know you know, but I know you're drunk, but it's okay. But then in my, in the back of my mind, I also want to say like, girl, I'm the Sarawakian girl. What you talking about? <laughs> you know. Um, oh my God. But but yeah, like but but he he knows of my current relationship, and he there hasn't been no nays or any form of negativity, mm. which I'm very very thankful for and very lucky to have. So yeah, that's pretty much how both my parents came to find out. Find out, wow. yeah. Okay, interesting. I I I'm pretty sure like your mom like did a lot of behind the scene like stuff yeah. like like explaining to your dad as well lah. Rather yeah, than I mean, just like that five second then close yeah. the door. Yeah, like yeah. my mom must have done a lot of like PR mm. crisis management. <laughs> mediator, like, mediator, mediator, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, does being queer? also affect your singing or influencer career especially in like Malaysia you know where the community finds this like a taboo hmm that's a very good question um I think for me so far I don't want to jinx it lah but I don't know whatever's you know come what may uh I think for me so far yes and no because there are a lot of you know, influencers out there right now, there are a lot of celebrities and artists right now that are queer. It's just that we don't really, like, announce it to the whole world. Mm. I mean, I know of one which I look up to so... who I look up to so, so much, which is, you know, great. Um, But I feel like, you know, back to your question, um, I feel like, has it ever interfered with, like, my line of work? Mm -hmm. So far... I have not yet experienced it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Maybe behind the scenes that I don't know of, you know, through people yeah. like my management or whatever, like maybe they told them but they didn't tell me and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we can't really have like this representation representing us and kind of stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I've, but firsthand to me, I feel like not yet. I mean, I'm not asking for a large choice, but please don't, please yeah. don't ask for it. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, so far, not yet. Because at the end of the day, you know, um, okay, I don't really know the statistics statistics of it, but uh, I'm pretty sure one in like, I don't know, 10 guys is pretty sure like they're queer. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there are a lot of um, influencers and singers and artists, actors or whatever right now that are queer. It's just that they don't highlight these things, yeah. which is which is completely fine. It's, mm-hmm. their, it's their business. It's their prerogative. Like it's completely, you know, up to them. Um, I guess I consider myself as one of those people as well. Like, I do advocate for the community. Like, I do tell... I mean, like, if you look at me, right, and you can't tell, right? Oh, honey. Jean. <laughs> Hashtag Jean. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I had the blind spot. <laughs> no, like, I mean, it's completely fine. Lah. I mean, like, I'm not going to go and rub it in your face. Like, ooh, I'm queer. You know, that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> but, but if you were to ask me, I would tell you. Like, yeah. Like, I would definitely tell you, like... I, I don't try I mean I can make it obvious it's just that I don't think that you know in my line of work okay like my point would be like in my line of work you know like music I want you to I want you to know me for my music and my craft not mm. you know 
of who I go to bed with at night. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, deep. Deep. Adele is shaking. <laughs> I have a question. I like, love is, Adele. It, is it true that some of the um, queer might be confused of their own sexuality? Because like mm. uh, during my uni days, I know like, for example, there's two girls that are I mean, they didn't announce it to the world, like what yeah. you mentioned, but like from outsider point of view, they know, we kind of know that they are together. Mm. So after like university, then like they kind of like go their own ways. And then right now, these two girls have husband and one of them uh, is pregnant. Mm. So like, do you think like some of the queer people, like um, they, they are confused? Um, well... I think it all depends on the individual long. because I, I think you know a lot of people will enter enter different phases in their lives mm-hmm. you know like experimenting mm-hmm. and they'll enter phases in their life because of a lot of factors you know they want to pursue so and so regardless of their orientation they can be they can be I'm not sure what's the right word for it like you're in love with the soul but not the physical body so I can't say for your, you know, your two friends, mm-hmm. the, your two female friends. Um, I think maybe at that time, you know, in that time and place, they felt like, you know, they were right for each other. And, you know, in that duration of the relationship, like it's not my place to, it's not really my place to tell a person, oh, you're just confused. Like you just don't know yeah. what you want. Oh, the right girl or guy hasn't come yet because I've experienced that too myself. Mm-hmm. But I think what I can you know, advice for people who might be going through this is that take your time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, confusion will always be there, especially, you know, among young individuals who are, um, who are seeking their identity and trying to figure out who they are. Because we live in a society whereby we are told that, you know, this is wrong, this is not right, like this is not of the norm and stuff like that. So mm. these things can kind of affect you know, your decision into finding out who you are. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, regardless whether or not you end up straight or queer, your journey is your own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Um, about your two friends, maybe at that time it was right for them mm-hmm. or yeah. maybe along the way something happened. It could be because of family or maybe because something happened between the two of them or maybe mm. they found their own realization that maybe, you know, this isn't really what they're looking for or what's working for them yeah. so they you know went back the straight path like mm. understand it, it it all depends on the individual i feel understand. just one last question before we wrap this up right mm. so um one final advice from you to those people that are in this lgbtq community yeah. who is afraid to come out and accept themselves um okay this is a very very good question um, I don't know to whoever's listening to this if you are I'll, I'll just keep it like really simple and straightforward take your time take please 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 take your time it is not a race it is not a competition you're not gonna like win a hundred thousand dollars or ring it you know by the time you figure shit out no yeah. it doesn't work that way take your time research as much as you possibly can you know um connect yourself with people within the community or not of the community, my advice is to really, really take your time and understand yourself. Don't feel the need to figure out who you are and where your place is in life or your identity just because people left and right are doing it. No, 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 no. no. That's the most dangerous thing you can do to yourself. If you don't know, it's okay. 
it's okay if you don't know. Research. There are tons of videos on YouTube. There are tons of queer advocates. Like, hey, whoever's listening right now, you can even DM me. Like, just ask. Like, I'm yeah. more than happy to, like, you know, like, just be there to listen and, mm. like, guide and, like, tell you what is the tea, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, but it's not a race. It's not a competition. Take your time with it. If you are unsure, you are allowed to be unsure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're allowed to be confused. Yeah. You're allowed to be unsure. That's yeah. part and parcel of figuring things out. Yeah, yeah. Just don't succumb to the pressure and take your time with it. Yeah, I think the um like w these three words that start with me is, is like take your time because yeah. a lot of times, um, we often make decision because of peer pressure yeah. or like because uh, like our friends tell us oh this is correct. Maybe like sometimes they don't mm. even know if it's correct or wrong. Yeah. So you yourself, you know, like when is the right time? Yeah. So like, I, I really strongly, I mean, can relate to what Clinton said, not only about LGBTQ, but mm. uh, everything in life, yep. be it a job or, or like a relationship as well. Take your time. You yourself know when is the right time right. to do certain things and stuff like that. So I guess that's it. Um, thank you so, so much, uh, Clinton, for <laughs> sharing with us your journey in the music industry and as well about LGBTQ. LGBTQ community as well, um, especially the LGBTQ portion, because I feel like we as Malaysian we don't talk much about it, and like um, we don't get educated in like schools or anything. Like mm, we have to do our yeah. own research, and most of the time it's like, "Hello, Mr. Google, what is this? What is <laughs> that?" Yeah. Yeah, I strongly agree with Jason on that, and you know, I'm I'm really thankful. We really appreciate your openness in sharing these topics with us today, no and I hope this episode can serve as a guidance for those who need it remember to stay fearless shameless and accept yourself whoever you may be and clinton before you go <laughs> can you uh sing something for us can can no problem uh okay well this is my latest single it's called don't wanna wait uh, it's available everywhere i think i paid <laughs> to make sure it's available everywhere so i hope it's available <laughs> everywhere um and yeah, an EP is in the works, so stay tuned for that. Uh, okay. Oh my god, Clinton, you forgot your own song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, the chorus goes something like this. Uh, it's everything that you don't say And everything that you don't do I don't wanna wait I don't wanna wait for your love Love, Ooh. it's every little game we play, but I'ma go and find my way, find my way, find my way back to love. Ooh. Wow! Oh my God, goosebumps! I was not ready for that one, but yay! <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having you me. Sound this was so awesome. Great. Can you let us know like where our our listeners can find you on social media? Oh yeah, okay. So you guys can just find me. Um I think I think everywhere is like Clinton Jerome Chua, like literally everywhere. Uh <laughs> yeah. I'm also on Apple Music and Spotify and uh yeah, my socials are Clinton Jerome Chua. J E R O M E. Yes, guys, so go and follow Clinton right now. And if you guys like what you hear so far, do subscribe to our Spotify and Apple podcast. It's called Sub Influences, and we'll be updating it every two weeks. Don't forget to follow our Instagram at RTV Malaysia for more updates about our podcast. Talk to you guys again real soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.